The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. It's The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Mike Ball. I really am rugged with him. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up, though. going to be me and the caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try back up? Yeah. Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Yeah. Moving my head. Yeah. I'm laying it off. Well, thank you. I'm pronating. When you're not suiting me. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolded lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Save me from those double bogey blues. Gunga, galunga. And a happy Sunday morning to you. Live from Augusta, Georgia. Our Sunday morning tradition of the Masters. It's the golf show on the fan. 93.7 FM and 6.80 AM. I'm Brian Katrick in Augusta, along with Courtney Capps and Derek Thomas, who are in the studio at the Battery, where business has picked up with the Braves now back at home. Uh, I am on the phone because of a frenetic broadcast schedule over here. So, uh, Derek and Courtney, I apologize for the the lack of technical quality. But uh, new partnership this year between Sirius XM and Augusta National. And we have lots of projects going on. A tremendous new energy has been uh, has been thrown into this, and uh, everybody's all fired up. And through the first three days, how can you not be fired up? Uh, Courtney, let's start with you. What have you thought of the first three days of the Masters? I have been uh, pretty excited. I, th- I thought that uh, on day one, with Justin Rose starting off hot like that, I thought we were going to see uh, see some decent low scores, but a lot of a lot of good play. Uh, I was wasn't sure what was happening when he just kind of kind of faded out and just shot even part of the last two days. But uh, I was excited for him. I'm a big Justin Rose fan. Uh, the course looks looks beautiful. I'm not sure what all the complaining about about the greens was about, but it's a, it was a lot of fun to watch. It's been great golf, a lot of great shots. The short game has just been phenomenal all week long. Everybody's been making shots, making putts, getting out of trouble. It's it's been it's been a great tournament. 
What uh, what complaining about the greens are you talking about, Courtney? I'm Derek? here. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't <laughs> what, hear anything over com- my, my headphones. Here. All right. What what complaining about the greens are you talking about? The color of the greens. Everybody's. It's, it, they're they're not the general emerald green that we're used to seeing the first few days. They're saying, well, they have purple greens. I, I, I haven't noticed a whole lot of it. Yeah, so this the tournament's in HD now, and everybody's got 4K TVs, and everybody can see everything, uh, which is excellent. Uh, here's the explanation on the greens. This is a Bermuda golf course, that, uh, which is a warm-weather grass. Everybody in Atlanta kind of understands that. And it's overseeded with rye, which is a cool weather grass. That's what makes it green. Your golf course at home may not be as green because they kind of wait for the weather to warm up. But this one here, if you're lucky enough to be at a place that overseeds, you know it, it's green all winter long. Now in the middle of the summer, that grass is going to die out. But the club is not open in the summertime. It's only open in the cool weather months, which maybe a lot of folks don't know about Augusta National. Now the greens are bent grass, and that is, well – I don't want to unfairly categorize it as a cool weather grass, but it does a lot better in the cool weather. That's why a lot of golf courses here in Atlanta have gone to a Bermuda uh, for the hot summers. Now, if you've got the budget and you've got a brilliant superintendent with a lot, which a lot of places do, you can do very well with bent grass in Atlanta. But when it gets when it gets really hot in the middle of the summer, uh, especially really dry in the middle of the summer they can really struggle. So it takes a lot of effort to keep them looking the way that they do. Well, once again, we're not worried about really hot here. Uh, They're definitely not worried about manpower here. Uh, So it's a, it's a, you know, it's a wonderful putting surface. So the bent grass greens, and that's what you're seeing. It hasn't rained here. Well, until yesterday, it hadn't rained here since Wednesday of the Augusta national women's amateur. So it was, nine days, 10 days in between rainfalls. And it was, it was a long time. And if you're setting up the golf course, that's exactly what you want because they have the ability to take some water out of the course with the sub air system, but they can't take it out as fast as mother nature can put it in, but they can put it back in as fast as they want it with the sprinklers and the hoses. They just go in and give the, give the grass enough water to stay alive, and ultimately that is what is deemed to be the best test of golf, when it's firm and fast. So when the bent grass greens with ultra-high definition 4K cameras looking straight down on them from above and they haven't been rained on for 10 days, that's what they're going to look like. <laughs> there's, a, there's, you know, the, the greenish parts were the parts that retained the more moisture the more purplish parts, and it's there's in golf we kind of know about the championship purple. Normally, it's reserved for later in the week. Uh, that's the old model: is that your your greens are going to start off fairly receptive, and then as the week goes on, uh, you're going to really test them and, and firm them up and dry them out. And and but then you got to get to Monday and you got to put some water on them or they're going to die. Well, science has got better, so they can keep these things right on the edge. And we started on the edge. And that's what you saw. When you're standing on the greens, you don't see that. Now, you definitely know it because the is firm and very, very fast. But when you're standing on them, if, if you were lucky enough to be a patron out here, it didn't look like it did on TV. Does that make sense, Courtney? Oh, it makes absolute sense. It's it's, it's perfect. I, I have enjoyed watching the balls either 
hold for the good shots or to hold for for uh, short irons and for bouncing off for longer irons. Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened Thursday. It was funny. Late Thursday, the sun kind of went away and the humidity level kind of came up, and there was just a little bit of moisture in the greens, and it's what we saw yesterday also. Three-tenths of an inch of rain fell in uh, in an hour, you know, a little less than an hour. And that's that's not a lot. That's not a little. Uh, the golf course was ready for it. But just just that amount of rain softened things up to where, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they came back out of the restart, it was incredible. I think the field was 27 over par before the restart, and it was nine-ish under par after the restart, and that was only a few holes in. Uh, 27 over was reflective of the entire day. But the whole point was the course was much easier, and that's when we saw all the birdies. Derek Thomas, what are your thoughts so far of the Masters? I've enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Um, to echo Courtney's sentiments, yeah, I mean, the course looks fantastic. I, I It was exciting. Like, I heard Adam Scott talk about, uh, I guess it was just either Monday or Tuesday, talking about this course is already dry and firm, nothing like it was in November. We already had tournament conditions basically on, you know, Monday and Tuesday. So I was excited about uh, the the prospect of no one's going to be anywhere close to 20 under under par. I'm borderline shocked that Hideki Matsuyama finds himself at 11 under par at this point. Uh, at the beginning of the week, I would I would have guessed our winning number would be at 7 or 8. Uh, that still could be the case. Uh, but the way these guys have managed around this golf course with uh, with these t- scoring with these tough scoring conditions to see this many guys at you know better than five or six under uh, speaks to the level of play. Yep, uh, uh, you weren't alone, Derek. This was the one that all the early week predictions were saying was going to be single digits under par. May well still be single digits under par, eleven under par leads. You got that little bit of rain on a day where it was very cloudy all day. So you didn't have another day with, with super low humidity and, and baking sun. You did have some wind. The wind serves to dry things out also. And the drier things are, the higher the scores are going to be, the, the worse they're going to score. And that's because anything slightly offline, the, those misses get exacerbated. If the ball is, if the course is soft, think about trying to, uh, to hit a tee shot down a bowling alley, you know, or, or down the middle of a one lane road. Well, if it's really firm, if unless that thing is perfectly straight, it's going to wind up bouncing off, you know, and going into the grass at some point, going into the woods, whatever it is. Uh, but if that, uh, if you're hitting a tee shot down the middle of a sponge, then it's only going to take one or two bounces. And if you can just manage to land it in the middle, it's probably going to stay in the middle. And the same thing goes for the approaches to the greens, uh, working with hall of famer, legend greg norman this week he talked about one of his favorite things is that feature of the sand belt courses in australia as opposed to some of the major championship setups we see here okay the the four inch rough or the six inch rough whatever it is right up around the edges of the greens well if you miss that green in the wrong place it's only going to go about two feet off because that's as far as it can go in that in that grass and then you've got yourself a little, you know, some sort of a wedge, a little lob wedge slash recovery shot. And all these guys are very good at it. They're not, it's not easy, but they're very good at it. And his point was 
when it gets firm and bouncy, the ball can get farther away from the hole. The misses can get farther away from the hole. And as you know, every revolution of that ball, the shot generally gets tougher. You know, as it gets farther away, it gets tougher. It can roll into holes and hollows. It can roll behind trees. Uh, every revolution of the ball, you have fewer steps of green to work with. So uh, as opposed to having a lot of similar shots when it's soft, you have a lot of different shots when it's firm. And that's why the scores were up. Uh, got a little bit of rain. Hideki absolutely caught fire. We cannot lose that when we talk about this. This yeah, I was think... some of the greatest ball striking ever, what happened after the break for Hideki. I think this the break that happened yesterday uh, will go down as just a, a monumental turning point in this in this tournament. You look at Matsuyama, he was playing very well, coasting right along, hadn't made a bogey. You know, what I guess he was one or one or two under for the day. And then they take a break. And it just shows, like Justin Thomas spoke about, basically the break didn't work for him. He 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 knew he should have, he, he didn't adjust to the way, obviously the greens were much more receptive and much slower. And he, he admitted he had time, you know, he had time to figure that out, and he didn't do it. And Justin Thomas, after the break, goes bogey, birdie, triple bogey, bogey, whereas Hideki Matsuyama, takes advantage of the break, and then goes, what's what, six under over the last eight holes or something like that. So that break will, will be a turning point in this, uh, in this tournament as we look back at it. Yep, I totally agree. So can Hideki Matsuyama hang on to a four-shot lead? Justin Rose had a four-shot lead at the end of Thursday. He still led at the end of Friday, but it was only by one, and all he did was shoot even par. Um, who can catch Hideki Matsuyama? Well, the guy's right behind him at seven under. Perennial major championship door knocker honor, Xander Shoffley. It's His number is something like eight top tens and 18 major championship starts. It's something like that. Is he always he's the bridesmaid, never the bride? He's always there, yes. Uh, Xander just shot 68 yesterday. Mark Leishman, who's got a great track record around Augusta National, just seems to fit his eye. He's got the patience. He's got the mentality for it. He's got good vibes. He's seven under. Justin Rose is also seven under, who had led the whole way until now. Uh, he really didn't have his best stuff. That was a pretty good round for Justin Rose uh, to cobble together 72 without anything. He, he wasn't hitting good shots seemingly anywhere. But the best story of the group at seven under par, the, the group tied for second, is 24-year-old Wake Forest student. Well, he's not a student anymore. Will Zalatoris. Who? Yes, Will <laughs> Zalatoris. So who is Will Zalatoris, and how did he get in the Masters? All right, well, we have Wade Binfield in here every once in a while. We love Wade. He's a friend of the show. He's out there on the Corn Ferry Tour. Well, two Aprils ago, when, when Tiger was winning – in 2019, Will Zalatoris wasn't even on the Corn Ferry Tour. He didn't even have that status. He was outside the top 1,400 in the world golf rankings. He was a guy that was, you know, one of just a, another thousands of really good players. This guy sucks. Well, no, no, he never sucked. <laughs> He's really good players, but he either doesn't have a place to play or you're you're missing by a thin margin here or there, and and you're cobbling together developmental tour golf 
life, which is incredibly tough. Well, somehow Will Zalatoris catches lightning in a bottle. He starts Monday qualifying for PGA Tour events, and he starts getting in. He got in the U.S. Open. He gets out onto the Corn Ferry Tour. He starts playing better golf. He starts climbing in the world golf rankings. Then we have the COVID shutdown. So your normal PGA Tour process, and I'm sorry that this is very inside, but you got to understand, these guys were on a yearly schedule. Uh, you, you spent your whole year getting ready for Q school is, is the old plan. And, and now that plan sends you to the Corn Ferry Tour. So you go spend all year long working your odd jobs so you could play in mini tour events on the weekend or wherever you could to scrape up enough money. So at the end of the year, you had your five or $6,000, whatever it costs now to go play Q school. And then, you know, that's just what the entry fee is. Now you got to go pay your expenses and, you know, Q school takes, I believe it's still three stages. So, so that's what the existence for a lot of these players is. And that's what it was for Will Zalatoris. Well, he gets out on the corn ferry tour, but instead of you then going and playing your one year out there and you play well and you get your PGA tour card. Well, they didn't do that this year because you had the shutdown right in the middle of the season. So they decided basically this season is going to be a season and a half and it's going to take two calendar years. And Will Zalatoris is one of those guys on the outside. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm about to get my card. No, sir. We're not handing out cards this year. You're going to have to wait another year. Well, dang, you know, I'm ready to go. So was that a quote? That's, that's no, said, well, I, well, I, dang. I started, thank you. I started paraphrasing. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, luckily, luckily for him, the world golf rankings don't really care if you have membership to a tour. They don't care about the mega card. They care about how you perform in these events. Now, you got to get in them. And Will Zalatoris was able to qualify for some of these events. Like I said, a bunch of success on the Corn Ferry Tour. He starts getting exemptions on the PGA Tour. He's qualifying the PGA Tour events. But the big difference is he's making the most of those starts. He's finishing in top tens. He's making a ton of money. He's earning a bunch of non-member FedEx Cup points. He's getting into more fields. And most importantly, he climbs up in the world golf rankings. Two Aprils ago, he was outside the top 1,400. Last April, when they didn't play this event, he was outside the top 400. But by this year, by the end of the season, he was in the top 50 in the world. And the top 50 in the world get in the Masters. So just a really cool story for Will, Will Zalatoris and if you're looking for a name, it's you know Tiger's not there, Dustin Johnson's not there, there's a bunch of big names that aren't there. We're going to talk about all those guys that aren't there. Uh, but if Jordan Spieth isn't your guy and you, you think Tony Finau is too far back, you're looking for a name at the top and you don't know the rest of them, root for Will Zalatoris. It would be one of the greatest stories to ever win a major championship if that's how this goes this way. Yeah, BK, <clears throat> excuse me, as I look at the at the leaderboard, two men – have shot all three rounds under par. Hideki Matsuyama, your leader, and Will Zalatoris, the other. 70, 68, 71. Just steady play, keeping them right, into, right in. That's one of the exciting things. When I look at this leaderboard, uh, unless you think Jordan Spieth, now at six shots back, can come back and win this tournament, which absolutely, absolutely he could. Otherwise, we're going to have a first-time winner and uh, a new a new champion at the champions dinner next year. Yeah. And you know, the, we'll talk about the mutations of can the, can the five under par group, which is just one it's Jordan. How far back can you be? Uh, we'll talk about that next along with Courtney Caps and Derek Thomas 
I'm Brian Katrick. It's the Golf Show on Master Sunday on The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Giudice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, we started the week, Masters Week, once again wondering about, you start thinking about driving, you think about Bryson DeChambeau, and how is he going to do? How did you know, Derek, that that's what we were going to be talking about? <laughs> and we talk driving? about him every segment that we do. Well, Good, bad, or indifferent. Whether he's winning or losing, Bryson's bombing it. We'll give him that. Yes. So Bryson starts off this week with a new driver uh, that isn't, you know, it's not going to necessarily be the greatest seller. It's, it's not made for, for you and I. Because it's not the most forgiving for, for our swing speeds. It's designed to be very forgiving for swing speeds. You know, his, 130 miles an hour. Right. Uh, so he goes out there, new plan. This is this is after real disappointment in November. And, and backing up to November, he was the U.S. Open champion. He had just won that. and you know, every, All eyes are on him. It looks like he says Augusta National is a par 68 for him. Uh, which is very bold, and he goes out there. And, and Why does he keep shooting in the 70s if it's a par 68? Well, that makes it even worse, doesn't it? 76 to open for Bryson, and you're thinking, well, that's it. He's down the road. He's going to miss the cut again. Well, he figured something out on Friday. Finally, the plan came together for Bryson DeChambeau. He shot 67, made the cuts, and that was one of the better rounds of the week. And Justin Rose shot 65, but you know, 67 and in these conditions, that's pretty good. Unfortunately, got bit again yesterday, 75, so you Bryson is two over par. <laughs> you suck, you jackass. And the experimentation will continue for Bryson DeChambeau, and that's who's driving. Brought to you by Ray Judice. Oh! Oh, wow. <laughs> While you've been sitting there with Greg Norman, was there any talk about, uh, about uh, Justin Thomas hitting this, hitting this low slinging hook around... Yes, we uh, we saw Man, the pretty. shot. Well, he, he apparently did it. Did it? Uh, he did it at the Players Championship at 16. Their par five, which is a little dogleg left there on the back, and he he did it. And he he hit a draw at 18 up the left hand side. I don't know that it was the same shot. This is just one that was a little left of where he wanted, and uh, it turned out okay. Obviously, he won. But the swing he made, the swing that Justin Thomas made on 10 earlier this week, I don't remember if it was Thursday or Friday, but the 10th hole at, at Augusta National is almost 500 yards long. I think it's 495. 
but it's it's eight stories downhill. And the guys generally hit three woods off the tee because they can turn them a little better. And those clubs are going to land on the downslope, and you're going to wind up getting more run out of those clubs than you would out of the driver. Because if, if you carry the driver down to the bottom, it's not going to go anywhere, whereas that three wood is going to roll past you. Uh, the 16th hole at Pine Tree, very similar situation, except that I can't hit three wood that far, so I got to hit driver. <laughs> but Justin Thomas hit hit this shot, and it looked like, honestly, it looked like my swing because it just looked like he was trying to kill it. My swing looks like I'm trying to kill it even when I'm not because it's just not a pretty swing. Justin's is, is a work of art. But this one, he came off the ground and he whipped it, you know, whipped his body over to the left, and the club came whipping back, and the ball came out chest high, and it was, you know, low and left and hooking, and that's exactly what he wanted. <laughs> and that thing, that thing hit the down slope where the three wood would hit, but it was going another twenty or thirty miles an hour faster than the than the three wood would have been, or maybe at least ten miles an hour faster. Had a ton of momentum and went all the way down there. So. Unfortunately for Justin Thomas, he just got caught in the bubble yesterday, or the bubble burst for him. And you talked about it, Derek, as well as Hideki played after the break. Thomas played that poorly. Yeah, he hit break. some. He hit, you're talking about his drives and the, that beautiful big draw he's been hitting. I'm more concerned about that third shot on 13 yesterday. He should have birdied 13. He ends up making a triple bogey. The four-shot yep. swing there for Justin Thomas, just devastating. I really thought he had a uh, a really great chance to win this tournament. Yeah, so let's say he doesn't now. I mean, he's at one under. That's too far back. Uh, you got a guy at 11 under par, but it's a four-shot lead. And Tiger used to talk about this. It wasn't, it wasn't the size of the lead. It was how many players are in front of you. So if you're seven under par, you're four shots back. But there's no one in front of you except for the leader. That's it. So... Hideki Matsuyama played bogey-free yesterday, and there is the concept of regression to the mean, and it's actually kind of what we were doing back when we were making all those prize picks. Uh, you, you didn't want the guy that had just played the great round the day before. You wanted the guy that was going to, you know, if you, if you played a great round the day before, you, you, you bet him the other way in, in daily fantasy. Now it doesn't always work that way. But it would probably work that way for Hideki. You know, good day on, on Thursday with three under. Not as good the next day, just one under. Great yesterday, seven under. Did he sleep a wink last night? Such a such a great question. I uh... for those that don't know, uh, obviously Hideki Matsuyama is Japanese, and golf is big in Japan, and they yeah. are crazy. The media is just rabid about golf over there. No Asian player has ever won, no Japanese player, I should say, has ever won a major, much less the Masters. Uh, I just can't imagine wh just what's going on in Japan, but what is going through Hideki Matsuyama's head as he prepares for the final round of the Masters with a four-stroke four lead. It's such a great question, Derek. And, and if you, you get out here and see these guys on a weekly basis, it's a whole lot of fun, first of all. And the one thing you noticed about Hideki and, uh, you know, Shingo Katayama was out before that. And then you had uh, uh, Yoish Akawa was out when when there is. And before that, it was Shigeki Mariyama. Yeah. Can he go anywhere without a camera following him? No. It's, well, no, he, it's, 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 he can't go anywhere without six cameras following him. 
they have he has his own press corps and and it's just the way it is and you know the, he he becomes uh, I, I don't want to overstate this and say he's friends with them but it's just this traveling contingent and there's there's eight or nine people and they have eight or nine jobs and he's the star uh, of his own little reality show and it's being broadcast back on uh, you know back in, back to Japan so there are photographers there are camera people there are reporters i mean it's it's his whole press corps and i like the idea and i i've seen it you know i don't know again i don't know how close he is with them but i've seen the other guys in the past uh yo ishikawa was close with that group that followed him and i think that's the way to do it because otherwise it's going to drive you crazy but uh yeah I, in answer to your question i i don't know how well he slept I don't think it was very well. This is a guy that won the Asia Pacific Amateur the first two times they had it. It's a golf tournament. If you've never heard of it, it's a golf tournament that the club here, Augusta National Golf Club, just decided to start. Billy Payne, when he was the chairman, uh, you know, obviously with the backing of the club, they, they started the Asia Pacific Amateur. They started the Latin American Amateur. They started uh, when Fred Ridley took over, they announced the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Uh, they had already done drive, chip, and putt. So the idea to reach out to younger people has been out there now for, for what, 10 years or so? Well, Hideki won the first two of these tournaments, and here he is leading the Masters. That Somewhere there are people on the tournament committee at Augusta National smiling from ear to ear. This is exactly what they hoped for. And, you know, does it make it any less pressure on Hideki? No, I actually think it puts plenty more pressure on him, which, which isn't good. But he's a multiple PGA Tour winner. This is going to be the biggest moment of his career out there today, and we'll see how he handles it. And he was low-am 10, uh, 10 years ago. He at, was low-am 10 years ago. What did he shoot, 68 the first day or something like that? Something he you know, like comes that, yeah. out right out of the box, goes, goes deep under par. As an amateur, so and he's got a great record at Augusta. He's only been cut once, and what in the last few years he's finished fifth, seventh, eleventh, nineteenth, thirty second, and thirteenth last year. Uh, so just can he finally seal the deal here? Yeah. Well, there's the, here's the other problem now, right? So you got the nerves of having a four shot lead. The first hole is one of the hardest holes on the golf course. The second and third holes are two of the more scorable holes. Two is a par five. It's reachable. Three is a is a short par four. You can go iron and a wedge in there. Now, they're going to put the flag all the way over on that left-hand side, which is you've got to be precise. But you can make a couple birdies. You can go eagle birdie through that stretch pretty easily. Well, I don't say pretty easily, but you can do it. Uh, Hideki goes at 240. PM. That's that's a full 20 minutes later than they started yesterday. Almost three o'clock. Uh, Will Zalatoris is going 20 minutes in front of him. Corey Connors is going 20 minutes in front of him. Jordan Spieth is going 30 minutes in front of him. It's very conceivable by the, that by the time Hideki gets onto that first tee, Will Zalatoris could be eight or nine under par. That's a great point. And and now you got a two shot lead. You haven't hit a ball yet. And then you go out and play the really hard par four first and bogey that. And now it's a one shot lead. That is a very real scenario here for Hideki Masayama. He's got to be ready for it. And then you got to figure out how you're going to react to it. He's playing with Leishman, right? It is Masayama and Shoffley last. Ah, okay. Leishman has Rose. 
Zalatoris has Connors, and then Spieth and Brian Harmon. Let's talk about Brian Harmon. Spieth's out. Spieth's done. Talk about He's, Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon's going to intimidate him all day. Long. Ah, that's what I'm cool. talking about, Courtney. Yeah, Spieth doesn't have the uh, – the gusto to keep up with a guy like Brian Harmon. No, he's he's played so well. Uh, the the chipping around the greens just been just fantastic. Uh, what was what was his? He had an unfortunate hole early in the day yesterday, but other than that, he has just played just lights out. Yeah, I'm looking uh, for his unfortunate hole. He bogeyed ten and eleven. He also bogeyed three and four. So maybe that was it. Th- he bogeyed it- one. Yeah, it was. I believe it was three where he had a decent shot to get up and down for par and ends up with the bogey. Yeah. Well, Brian Harmon's story, uh, track to this event, I mean, we talked about Will Zalatoris in the World Golf Rankings. How about this? Brian Harmon's playing in the match play two weeks ago, which was the World Golf Ranking cutoff. He's not inside the top 50, so he's, he's not going to make it unless he makes it deep in that tournament. So they play pool play, which if your club doesn't play pool play for your match play, Think about it because it's really fun. He's got to get out of his his pool, basically. He's got to get out of his group, and Bubba Watson's in his group. So if you don't make it to the weekend, you're not gonna. You're definitely not gonna get enough points to make it to uh, to the top fifty. I forget where he was, but so he goes out against Bubba Watson on Friday afternoon. The winner of the match is going to win. <laughs> yep, it's an all Bulldog Friday. Happy Bulldog Friday, everybody. Have yourselves a bulldog day, as Chuck Dowdle would say. Love that guy. Well, they were having themselves a bulldog day. The problem was Bubba, which just comes out, jumps all over Brian Harmon. He's four up on him through five holes. This was the match play event two weeks ago. Four up through five. If Harmon doesn't win this match, he's not getting in the Masters. How does Brian Harmon respond? He made eight birdies in a row. Won the next seven holes, or seven of the next eight. They they tied one of the holes with birdies. But he made eight birdies in a row, took complete command of the match, won it. And boom and goes the dynamite. And boom goes the dynamite. So, so yeah, Brian Harmon is a lot of fun to watch. And uh, he will be fun today. And, you know, he and Spieth, are they too far back? Well, you know, those guys, you know. I'd say that's I, up to Hideki Matsuyama. It is. So you got to get help from Hideki, right? Hideki's going to have to shoot 74, which is, it would be his worst round of the week. But if Hideki can shoot 74, that backs him up to nine under. And who can get to nine under? Well, everybody at seven under can get to nine under, right? That's not tough. And there's four of them. So that's a very achievable number for them. They can all get to 10 under. Jordan Spieth can shoot a 68 today. That put him at uh, nine under. Yep. Spieth can get there. Corey Connors is six under. He can get to nine under. And Brian Harmon. The round of the tournament so far this week is is seven under par, so that's what the course has yielded. Uh, we haven't seen any worse, and the course record is, is nine under, so you know that's the you know, second lowest score in major championship history. Greg Norman has a share of the course record with with Nick Price, so I don't think we can pencil in any nines. It's probably not realistic pencil in any eights, but seven from somebody could do it. Tony Finau could get to ten under par if he shoots sixty five. Is he good enough to shoot 65 out here? Yes. Has it been done already this week? Yes, twice. I, I think he's good enough to shoot 65 out here. I don't think he has the gusto to shoot a 65 on a Sunday at Augusta. Well, wouldn't that be a way for him to break the curse? When will so, Tony Finau win again? Yes. <laughs> so that's it. And Finau's ninth. So really, I think you got to go all the way down. You, you can go as far down as ninth. 
and that's it. Finau needs, you know, he's got to shoot the low round of the week, and he needs Matsuyama to shoot 74. You know, 10 under would get him in a playoff, but uh, if Matsuyama shot 73. So Finau's got, obviously some things have to happen. So you go past that down to Robert McIntyre and Siwoo Kim. That's just, there's too much stuff that has to happen. There's too many other guys. I think Finau is as far down as you can go. But Harmon has a shot. Spieth, Connors, and all the sevens are right in this. BK, before we potentially have to let you go, uh, we should give a shout-out to our local favorite, Stuart Sink. One under par. Uh, what a tremendous weekend for him. With his son Reagan on the bag, this started as as an experiment where Reagan just had some time. I, I think that the COVID shutdown had something to do with it. Reagan's initial plan uh, wasn't wasn't working out, having just come out of college, and just wanted to spend some time with his dad. And he's a very good player in his own right, not looking to go down the professional route, but a very good player. And uh, and obviously, Stewart, you got to know Stewart's a very technical thinker. You know, he's very smart. He's a Georgia Tech guy. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's a Georgia. I think he was a business major, but still, hell very, of, he's not a hell very, of an engineer. A hell of a business guy. Right. Uh, and and so he, you know, he, but he'll still think his way around a golf course, and his son thinks just like him. And so what has happened is he's been re- completely reinvigorated, and uh, and he's loving it. So he, yes, I'm glad you tipped the cap to Stuart Sink. He had Kip Henley on the bag for for a while. That's there's yeah, a combination. Adam, I feel bad for Kip because now all of a sudden Kip's not gonna, you know, may not get any more work because <laughs> Reagan may keep the bag for a while. They've got they've got to win, but. I'm assuming that Reagan's going to go back and get uh, go back to his other job or find something else, and uh, hopefully Kipper will come back. But can, can I ask you one more question? Yes, you and can. And it might not be fair. <sighs> will Roy McIlroy ever win this tournament? I want you guys to talk about the trunk slammers. Danny McNulty used to call them trunk slammers. A uh, bunch of huge names did not make the cup. The cut. You guys talk about those. Uh, yes, I think he'll win, but I always think that. And he hasn't won yet. So uh, you guys talk about that. And uh, unfortunately, I've got to run. And I appreciate it. I hope you're as fired up about Master Sunday as I am. Oh, uh, we're jacked. We are jacked, BK. Well, we'll let you go, I guess. Yes, unfortunately, i got to go. So Derek and Courtney will take you home. Enjoy Master Sunday. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
two of Atlanta's best golf experts right here on Atlanta's Golf Station. Now more of the Golf Show with Brian Katrick and Mike Paul. Presented by Mizuno, Atlanta's hometown premium performance sports brand on Atlanta's Sports Station. The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Back on the Golf Show alongside Courtney Caps. I'm Derek Thomas. Brian Katrick out at Augusta. He's he's right there. Been doing great uh, great job all week for SiriusXM, and you can catch uh, Brian. I've caught Brian on the uh, on the Masters Radio app. I could talk about an hour. I could do an hour just on how great the Masters app alone is. But uh, yeah, if you're in the car, can't you know lay eyes on the uh, on the broadcast? The Masters Radio, headed by our man uh, Brian Katrick. They just done a great job. And Greg Norman in the in in the house there with Brian. Uh, he's. I just think he's done a fantastic job. Obviously, the guy knows the course, but he ha- doesn't have a whole lot of broadcasting experience. I think. I just think he's done a, a fantastic job out there with BK. He's a good, comfortable talker. Yeah, he just. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have to prove. Yeah, right. He he's got the. He's very confident. Obviously. Oh man, how 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 badly does he want to be out there as a champion, though? Oh, just got to <laughs> yeah. feel bad for Greg Norman, the great Hall of Famer, Greg Norman. Uh, hanging out with BK, and again, they're just doing a, a fantastic job if you want to tune into the uh, Masters Radio. But uh, you will catch the live starting 3 o'clock here on CBS. Hideki Matsuyama, your leader. One of the great things with this Masters, the 85th edition of the Masters here, first of all, just that it's back in April. Uh, you know, November was, was different. Exactly. I, I'm just... I, Let's let's be happy that we got a Masters in in 2020. You know, we've we've everybody's been complaining. You know, it wasn't a real Masters. They, the scores were crazy. You know, is Dustin Thomas is Dustin uh, Johnson a real champion? Yes, he's a real champion. They all played the same course, and Dustin won. But anyways, it it's so great to have it back in April with these fast and firm conditions. How the folks at Augusta National want it to play, and really the best part is. Thank goodness there are fans there, Courtney, and it just—it's just—it—that's the way it's supposed to be. Augusta, it was really cool. It was kind of cool seeing it last year with no fans, and you know, without we still don't have the grandstands out there. But the game is supposed to be played in front of fans. Excuse me, patrons. We're patrons, talking about patrons at Augusta National. But uh, that's that's been one of the best parts of the week for me. I, it's enjoyable. I I do like being able to see the course. The whole course, not not with all the grandstands in the way, it, it's 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 a beautiful place. If you've never been out there, it's it's like going to a cathedral. It is a cathedral, and it's in, it's enjoyable to see people sitting. There's plenty of places that you can sit out there. You know, there are no grandstands around 18, but it's surrounded by hills, so that people are just sitting out there watching it. It's just natural grandstands. I like seeing golf courses in their natural state i agree I mean, but and the patrons there there at augusta we don't have to deal with <laughs> we don't get a lot of that there at augusta so that's not a lot of people yelling mashed potatoes and getting the hole when guys are hitting it off the tee so uh, another nod to the uh, to the wonderful augusta patrons have you been okay without uh, without all the big names at the top of the leaderboard I mean, most of these guys went home over the weekend that's true i think i think it's exciting as we talked about um outside of jordan spieth who, who sits six shots back? If he doesn't win this tournament, we're gonna have a first-time winner. Uh, but it's not name. It's not like uh, if you're not a huge golf fan, Hideki Matsuyama might be kind of a new name for you. 
But if you've been paying attention to golf, there's it, it's not shocking. He's a, he's he's a he's a great player. Uh, it has great r- record at ma- at uh, major championships, including the Masters. He's been uh, in oh, a Courtney. slump. He's been in a slump for a couple of years, so it's just that's yeah. That, that he is, hasn't been really at the top of the leaderboard or at the say. top of his game. And Brian Hoyt the other day yesterday asked me or Friday, I guess he was like, yeah, "Why is Hideki Matsuyama winning? What what is it about it?" And I kind of thought about it, and I first, well, the first answer is he's he's a good player. So that helps, but it's the irons. I think it's his iron game. Oh. The guy, the guy hits greens, and if you can hit greens at Augusta, you're going to have a good chance. Well, in the rain yesterday, D- he hurt, adjusted right? to the rain. Yeah, he adjusted to the softer greens better than anybody else. Just as Jordan or uh, Justin Thomas, yeah, as he said, he he was aware of it. He knew the greens would slow down. He just didn't adjust to it, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and it really cost him. Yeah. Brooks, no Brooks Kepka. He's he's still coming back from injury. No big deal. Uh, same uh, Dustin Johnson, five over. I, I Rory McIlroy, six I didn't necessarily over. think Dustin would repeat, but I sure as hell thought he would make the cut. I mean, yeah, it, he, and he's been playing some pretty good golf lately too. So, yeah, uh, a lot of names. Bryce, uh, Bryson again playing well on Friday, and then really uh, not not as well yesterday yeah. at Saturday. Patrick, Rory, Patrick yeah. Cantlay. Hudson Swaffer's been playing some very good golf. Another, another, another bulldog. Uh, just, there's no amateur going to be. There's no uh, low amateur this year. Nobody, none of them made the cut. Yeah, that's a shame. Our man uh, Tyler, Tyler Strafacci, the uh, U.S. amateur champion. We were all cheering for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had a rough go out of it on Thursday, but a lot of promising golf ahead for that young man. So he needs to keep his head up. Dylan Fratelli. Oh, I know you were disappointed at that. Oh yeah, no. He was one of the, I, I did some pretty in, in depth re, uh, research going into this. Read a few articles for six dot com, and Dylan Fortelli was one of those guys that's. You know, I think I should mention him, but <laughs> I don't. We didn't see him uh, putting up a, a, a big fight here. It's good to see Jose Maria Lothabel making the cut. Yeah, that's absolutely. fun. So yeah, um, he's this year's uh, Bernard Langer. Yeah, right. Langer. Um, Set a record last year, making the cut at, at 63 years of age. How old, Jose Maria Olafabo? Or uh, it's not that old. He's not. He's not not that old yet. But well, he's, uh, yeah, he's I mean, pushing it. It's, it's, it's again just one of the great traditions at the at the Masters to be able to see all the uh, all the returning all the returning champions. And I love the best is Fred Couples. Uh, there's you know for you know say five years ago everybody Freddie was always up there right. He would yeah. always kind of sneak around and and just to be if we're being honest that. Hasn't really been the case over the last few years. He's hit the wall. He's, yeah, I think, he's, and he's I, getting up there. And you see him, you see him hanging on the range. Fred Couples is the mayor of Augusta National. Man, <laughs> everybody wants to to hang out with Fred. the The opportunity to play a practice round with Fred Couples is probably the most coveted uh, thing that you could do early in the week. Everybody just wants to hang out with uh, Fred. And it's funny if you'll you'll watch you know on on golf or on the Masters app, they live on the range. Freddie's just kind of walking around, saying hey to everybody, and then he'll go and hit a nice, easy eight iron, and then he'll go walk around and see what everybody's doing, whereas Bryson DeChambeau is hitting drives as fast as he possibly can. All but right. Just another another great tradition to see all these guys out there. Who's your pick? Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, I'm pulling for him. I At this point, as we talked about, the the, the, the just immense pressure that he is under, it's really unimaginable for most of us to think about what the entire, literally the entire weight of Japan, I shouldn't say literally, but the weight of Japan is just on him, and I hope he pulls it off. I almost wish he didn't have a four-shot lead, because at this point, if he doesn't win, 
people will consider it a, a, a meltdown or a, or a breakdown. So I, I, I'm pulling for him. What about you, Courtney? I'm going the same way. I think I think he can pull it off. I would love to see Mark Leish and pull it out. That would be great. Will Zalatoris would be an amazing story. Well, we'll probably have a first-time winner. Bring it home, Hideki. Enjoy the the uh, Masters coverage. We got the best of the, best of the podcast, podcast part coming up on the fan. Podcastpark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Madlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24-7 at thepodcastpark.com. Presented by Associated Credit Union. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at NaturalBody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. 